fear. I personally am not big on it. I am not one to watch scary movies or go to haunted houses, yet we are asked in the Bible to fear the Lord. Have you ever really thought about what it means to fear the Lord, and are you living up to this challenge? In today's question, we are asking, what does it mean to fear the Lord and find His wisdom? That is today's Wisdom Wednesday. Hey friend, we are on a Jesus journey. There is a good chance you are coming to him with a load of religious baggage in tow, but I want you to know that God doesn't make mistakes. He will use those experiences to grow your faith in amazing ways if we let him. From ex-Mormon, lost for 20 years, to born again, he is still working on me every single day. Here, we are learning honest answers to help us to build that relationship with our Creator. But we're not stopping there, friends. We are finding faith, living faith, and learning to use our spiritual and creative God-given gifts to share that faith. As Philippians 2.13 says, For it is God who works in you to will and to act to fulfill His great purpose. You are not alone. He loves you and His wisdom from above brings peace into our hearts and lives when we walk with Him because we are not ready to give up on Jesus after religion. This is Finding Faith Above. Hey there, and thanks for joining me on another Wisdom Wednesday where we are breaking down a beautiful passage from the Bible, looking at his wisdom from above. So bear with me because here in New Mexico right now, it is like winds blowing like nobody's business and my voice is all scratchy, but I hope that (laughs) we can just make it through this so that it sounds okay to you guys. So first, I'm going to go ahead and read our passage for today. This is Proverbs 1, 1 through 7. The beginning of knowledge, the Proverbs of Solomon, son of David, king of Israel, to know wisdom and instruction, to understand words of insight, to receive instruction in wise dealing and righteousness, justice and equity, to give prudence to the simple, knowledge and discretion to the youth, let the wise hear and increase in learning, and the one who understands obtain guidance, to understand a proverb and a saying, the words of the wise and the riddles. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. So in school right now, my daughter is currently memorizing Proverbs 1, 1 through 7. And I admit, I did not memorize any Bible verses as a kid that I can remember. So I have taken this on as a challenge for myself as well. Uh, Do you know how hard it is to memorize something as an adult? I have spent so much time reviewing and rereading than getting into the words in memorizing fashion and trying to make this somehow stay in my brain. It's so much harder as an adult. But the Bible does tell us to meditate on his words. So I am taking this as that whole uh, instruction. (laughs) I am meditating on these verses as much as I can to try to remember them. If nothing else, that has been accomplished over these verses. (laughs) So Proverbs just pours out wisdom. I mean, it really is the wisdom book. Speaking of wisdom, far more than any other book in the Bible, Proverbs just goes over it and over it again. And that brings us to the question for today. What does the final line mean when it tells us the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge? Fools despise wisdom and instruction. What does it mean to fear the Lord? And why does that bring us knowledge, wisdom, and instruction? 
So first, let's look at the holiness of God. We're going to go over this in three different parts, and then I'll kind of summarize it up here at the end. So the first one is the holiness of God. Did you know that in the Old Testament, it is said multiple times that if we saw the face of God, we would surely die? That is how amazing he is. Let's think about it. He created the heavens and the earth. He is outside of time and space. He is the alpha and the omega. He is literally so big and powerful and altogether awesome that there is nothing that is above him. He is not a man, never was, never will be. And to do the things that God has done and will do, well, it is just straight the holiest of all anything. But with this comes a booming thunder and power. In fact, it does reference that in the Bible. His, it, It's kind of interesting. I, I love to listen to uh, the Bible Project and Tim Mackey and John did a whole thing on, um, even in Genesis, that when God comes and we say like he's, he's walking through the garden, that if we look at in the old texts how the words are translated, it's almost like he's coming in a storm. So God comes as a storm. He comes as booming thunder. He comes as this big, huge thing. And what does that mean? Well, it's that kind of power that can bring a little fear into our gut. It did for many of the people in the Bible, for sure. But this also invokes comfort. God is so big, so big, There is nothing bigger. He is so big and he is so capable of all things. That means that this immense power is also working for your good. So the second thing we look at when fearing the Lord is respect. With all that power also comes so much love. Think about that. He is capable of creating. Now apply that to how capable he is of loving. This also brings with it some responsibility. As much as he loves you, he equally hates the things that can destroy you, which is sin. And his wrath against sin comes with that. Understanding his wrath against sin because of his love for us brings responsibility. It brings respect. And when we respect something, we fear the result of disrespect. And that brings us to the third, trust and faith. The Bible tells us to fear no one, nothing but the Lord. That respect, honor for his holiness, and awe at his capability gives us peace. If God, the great and amazing God that he is, is for us, who can stand against us? Because there is nothing bigger than him, so (laughs) nothing can stand against We should have nothing to fear because he is capable of all things. Nothing stands above him. And if our strength comes from him, then what in the world could we ever be afraid of? We fear him because he is above all else. And that brings us back to the question for today. Are you fearing the Lord? True fear of the Lord causes us as believers to place our faith and trust in Him alone for our salvation. He is above all the rest. Our fear of Him speaks to the holiness of God, the respect we must give Him, His love for us, and the trust and faith built because of that fear in Him over everything else. In today's passage, it gives us hope 
that fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Don't be a fool and turn away from his beautiful wisdom and instruction. That is today's Wisdom from Above. If you enjoyed this episode today, then do me a huge favor and share it with a friend who you feel like could really use it today, because that is how this podcast gets into the ears and the hearts of other people who really need to know more about him and his wisdom. And if you would like to be friends, I would love to get to know you a little bit better. Join me over at the Facebook group that is Christian Women After Religion, and the link will be in the bio. See you next time.